This is Theremin 30. 30 minutes of Theremin music, news, events, and interviews with a new episode about every 30 days. Now, here's your host from Denver, Colorado, USA, Rick Reed. Hey, welcome to the January 2023 episode of the Theremin 30 podcast. I'm your host, Rick Reed, back after taking an extended holiday break. I hope you missed me because I have to admit, I did miss you. This episode is one I'm glad you're not missing because I have new theremin music from the USA, France, Mexico, and England. And my special guests are Connell Gleason and Alex Mazanovich from the New Note Orchestra. They'll be playing a concert in the Brighton, England area on Valentine's Day. To get things started, I'm going to play a song that first appeared on the Octopus Project's 2007 album, Hello Avalanche. I played it once before back in September of 2021, but this time around, it's a new arrangement recorded last April in the Moog Sound Lab in Asheville, North Carolina, to showcase the redesigned Moog Etherwave theremin. Yvonne Lambert plays an Etherwave in the traditional way, and bandmate Toto Miranda uses another Etherwave as a CV controller for a Moog Matriarch synthesizer. Here is The Octopus Project with I Saw the Bright Shinies.
We started the show with The Octopus Project with their reworking of I Saw the Bright Shinies, recorded in the Moog Sound Lab. You can watch their video on the Theremin 30 YouTube playlist. After that, I played a brand new live looping performance called Duma, or Tomorrow, by French multi-instrumentalist and composer Charlotte Dubois. Charlotte performed that piece with a Moog Clarivox theremin and a Moog Grandmother synthesizer. You can see her performance as well on the Theremin 30 YouTube playlist. There's a link to the playlist in this month's show notes at theremin30.com. After a short break, I'll be back with the Theremin 30 calendar, some Theremin news headlines, and a new recording featuring Ernesto Mendoza. And of course, later in the show, I'll visit with Connell Gleason and Alex Mazanovich from the New Note Orchestra. So stay tuned. Thank you. 
The Theremin 30 podcast is supported by affiliate programs with Eargasm Earplugs, eBay, Reverb, and Zounds. When you follow these links and banners on our website, a portion of any purchases you make will help keep this show in the ether. So start shopping at theremin30.com. It's time now for a look at the Theremin 30 calendar of Theremin events. Alex Shermer is featured in the soundtrack of the new French-language movie Mistral Spatial, now playing in theaters in Montreal, Canada. On January 27th, Yoko Onishi hosts the monthly RCA Theremin Evening on YouTube. On January 28th in New Bedford, Massachusetts, James Bond will present a lecture and theremin demonstration prior to the Magic of Disney concert by the New Bedford Symphony Orchestra. On February 8th, Torwald Jurgensen performs in Montreal, Canada, and About Aphrodite has a concert in Hamburg, Germany. Over the weekend of February 10th, Dorit Chrysler and Charles Hobbs will present a series of events in Graz, Austria, to celebrate the opening of the Calder Plays Theremin art installation. And on Valentine's Day, the New Note Orchestra will be performing in the town of Hove near Brighton, England. We'll hear more about that later in the show. For details about these events and more, check out the interactive calendar on theremin30.com. I also want to take a moment to share a couple of recent news items with you. First of all, congratulations to Icelandic recording artist Hekla Magnusdottir for earning Album of the Year honors in the Reykjavik Grapevine Music Awards. Also, thereminist Kip Rosser is helping raise awareness and funding for the Juliet Shaw Legacy Project a campaign to preserve the archives of one of America's earliest professional thereminists. You can find details about the project by following the links and banners on theremin30.com. Now let's get back to more music with an exclusive world premiere single from Tharsis Project featuring Ernesto Mendoza and John Carr. This is called Time Traveler.
was Time Traveler, a brand new recording from Tharsis Project featuring Ernesto Mendoza on theremin and synthesizers and John Carr on drums. You can't get that track anywhere yet except for right here on this show. Coming up after this break, I'll visit with Connell Gleason and Alex Mazanovich from Brighton, England's New Note Orchestra. So stay right here. Hey, this is Rick Reed, producer and host of the Theremin 30 podcast. Did you know that you can advertise with Theremin 30? You can place banner ads on the website or even get a commercial played right here in the middle of the show. It's a great way to promote products, services, and events to the Theremin community. And honestly, this show does not have a huge audience, at least not yet. But that means it doesn't cost much to get involved. You can find rates and details at theremin30.com. The New Note Orchestra is an eclectic music ensemble based in Brighton, England, that uses musical collaboration to help people in recovery from addiction. I recently visited with their music director, Connell Gleason, and their keyboard and theremin player, Alex Mazanovich, to find out more about the mission of this most unusual charity organization and how they incorporate the theremin in their live concert performances. Connell and Alex, thank you for being on the Theremin 30 podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks for inviting. Connell, you're the music director. That's right. I've been working with New Note Orchestra since 2016. And what an amazing journey it has been for me. And Alex, you play keyboards and, of course, theremin. Yeah, that's right. What is the New Note Orchestra? So the New Door Orchestra was set up in 2015. Its focus is to attract people who are uh, in recovery from drugs and substance abuse and using music as a way to sustain their sobriety and their well-being. What we do is try to develop those persons as musicians. They've had a whole journey where they self-identified and come to terms with their addiction. People want to move on from that kind of way of self-identifying. And we help them self-identify as musicians. So they come as addicts and become musicians, and that's how we like to see it. So, Alex, how did you get involved with the orchestra? I am in recovery, and I have been in recovery for almost 15 years. In a couple of months, it will be since I had my last drink. I joined in 2020, about a month before we all locked down, actually, for COVID. It was just after I'd moved to Brighton. But I heard about a group from a friend in another recovery group. Somebody just mentioned to me about the orchestra and I looked it up online and I kind of liked what they were doing. I listened to some of the music. I was quite impressed by it. And so I just found out where they were practicing and I turned up one Tuesday in February 2020 with my theremin under my arm, just kind of basically, where do I plug in? (laughs) What was that like to have a thereminist show up? Oh, it was so weird because primarily we've got a lot of people playing guitars, we've got people doing keyboards, and we also have a multitude of people playing hand chimes. So when a theremin arrived at the door with Alex, I was thinking, well, how are we going to work this one into our sonic ambience? But Alex has proven to be very versatile and imaginative with his theremin. It's been a blessing and a, and a wonderful addition to the orchestra. Because it can do two things. It can play melodies, but also can add these strange textures to the sound that we make, you know. 
So that's really fantastic. And I guess we should define the word orchestra because the new note orchestra is not a traditional symphony orchestra. It's called an orchestra because it's quite large in size, a bit larger than an ensemble or a band. So we might have 20 to 25 persons. So kind of in size and in volume, it constitutes an orchestra. That's where the name originally was comes from. But we might call ourselves an electric orchestra because we're plugged in, we're amplified, and we're a lot of guitars. We've got some wind instruments, and we've got lots of synth. And then we've got a sermon, yeah. I think orchestra, though, is a good description of the ambition of what we're trying to do. I think if we just called ourselves a group, a lot of people would be expecting a rock group or something like that. Whereas with an orchestra, there's this idea of something big and very long, ambitious pieces that we do. So it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious from your point of view, Alex, how you find your place in the orchestra. And, and I mean that both sort of philosophically as a thereminist and also practically where you need space around your instrument to be able to perform it correctly. One of the reasons I joined was because I wanted to play my sermon with a group, right? And I think that's a problem that a lot of thermonists I've spoken to have is that they spend a lot of time practicing at home, maybe playing to backing tracks or tracks that they've recorded themselves. Whereas I used to play electric guitar in alternative bands and I missed playing with other people. Um, I've always liked to be a little bit different, right? <laughs> Why would we choose such a difficult and weird instrument if we didn't like being different? Um, so philosophically, where I like to sit within the group when I'm on theremin is kind of by bringing different textures to it. I play a Clara Vox now. I've got the delay circuit on it, and it's got the different settings on it, which are really useful for bringing new textures in. And we do one piece in which people are playing recorders and stuff to emulate birds. And I like to actually break the rules and touch the pitch antenna with my fingers to try and make that chirping sound. Mm -hmm. Also, the Clarivax has the uh, white noise circuit on. Mm -hmm. I've used the software to connect the pitch antenna to the filter. The Clarivax has got that very beautiful mood filter on it to try and create kind of a wind effect. And you put that with some delay. So you can get a lot of textures that way. And that's really interesting because when I started playing theremin seriously, which is only about five years ago, I wanted to kind of get away from using it as a sound effects machine, which, you know, there's a little snobbery within the theremin <laughs> community used for sound effects, which I kind of agree with to a point because when you can get melodies out of it, it's very beautiful. But, you know, in the orchestra situation, you give what you can and I'm playing with other people and it's sometimes it's really nice to be able to do that. When we perform, we've kind of scripted our pieces. But when we get together and we're collaborating, we're all improvising and we're responding to the sounds that other instruments make. So in that respect, it's really exciting than finding how a theremin might blend and to add an interesting texture to a guitar drone or to get the theremin to sound like a percussion instrument. When we collaborate and meet every Tuesday, we're exploring these different ways that a theremin might work with the rest of the orchestra. I could imagine situations where you have to tell Alex, you know, we don't really need a theremin in this song. <laughs> That's part of the flexibility and the genius of Alex, because he can also play the keyboards. It's never a case that we don't need a theremin, but it's often a case that we need someone to do some of the synth work, and then that's where Alex brings in his expertise as well. Because he's so talented and he's got such a wide range of skills, you know. Got to use yeah. them all. They, you, you flatter, you flatter me. <laughs> Going back to what you were talking about, actual space, I think in the early days, I set my theremin up um, when we rehearsed, actually quite apart from everyone. 
and I'd be playing it and people would come up and go, oh, what's that? And, <laughs> you know, obviously the, the pitch would suddenly change. On stage, it's been okay. I sometimes have to tune the uh, pitch antenna quite tight just to kind of make sure that nobody else gets in the range. But we're a big group, so we have to have big spaces to play in anyway. Ironically, the Terran takes up a lot of space, doesn't it? (laughs) Also, you have to have an amplifier. So how does that work? We've already got people playing bass guitars and electric guitars, and we've got like rock drummers in there as well. So generally, people are kind of fighting the volume. But Connell does a fantastic job of actually getting people to turn down. Mm-hmm. For me, learning to sit back a little bit rather than playing theremin or keyboards has been a really big learning experience. Actually learning to sit back a bit in the mix has been really good. But again, I've got a Clorovox, so I can always plug some headphones in. I can monitor the pitch on a pitch pedal. And I do have a, a small practice amp, and I'll use that sometimes at a low volume just to make sure I can hear it. Now, you have a show coming up in February called Love Fest. Tell me about that. Love Fest, yeah. Well, that's on Valentine's Day. Um, we are playing in a church down the road with a few of our artists from Brighton, but it's an alternative love show so it's not just about romantic love we're talking about lovely love we're talking about lots of different types of love and we've got some kind of alternative love poems that we're going to be reading over our normal repertoire but yeah it's an alternative valentine's even thank you very much for taking the time to visit with me and i wish you good luck with the concert coming up love is always a good thing and music is always a good thing yeah thank you and i love your show it's great Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank you very much for everything you do, Rick. If you live in southern England, make a date to see the New Note Orchestra's Love Fest concert on Valentine's Day. Follow the link on the Theremin 30 calendar for details. Also, check out the New Note Orchestra website at newnote.co.uk. Now, with the time remaining, let's listen to an excerpt from a new experimental music piece by Modulite a collaboration between thereminist Chris Conway and synthesist Jez Creek. From their recently released second album, Liminal Vision, here is Primordial Descent.
Thank you so much to The Octopus Project, Charlotte Dubois, Tharsis Project, and Modulite for allowing me to share their music with you. Also, a big thanks to Connell Gleason and Alex Mazanovich from the New Note Orchestra for visiting with me. And a special thanks goes to the folks who support my efforts with small one-time and monthly donations and by shopping in the Theremin 30 online merch store and pro shop. If you'd like to get involved with this podcast, I'm always on the lookout for new professional quality theremin music to play on the show and expert guests to interview. So reach me through the contact form on the website. Until next time, I'm your host, Rick Reed. I'll see you somewhere in the ether. You've been listening to the Theremin 30 podcast. Visit Theremin 30 on the web at theremin30.com.